You're listening to Soul Roadmap, episode number 11. Welcome to Soul Roadmap Podcast. Each week, you'll hear strategies and inspiration to take action and live life better. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, lawyer, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your roadmap to creating more success in your life, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hello there. Today, we're going to talk about procrastination. What is it? Why do we do it? And how can we snap out of it? We all procrastinate. It's just a matter of how quickly each of us can snap out of it. The more we practice the techniques I'm going to teach you in today's episode, the quicker we can get out of procrastination in the future. We think too much, and we need to get out of our heads to get out of procrastination. And the more we practice what we're going to talk about today, the faster we can snap out of it, and then we'll just tell ourselves, stop thinking to get out of procrastination. And I'm actually going to tell you why procrastination is a good thing. This podcast was inspired by a question one of you asked me in the anonymous questionnaire I sent out to email subscribers, so thank you so much. And if you have a question that you want answered, I would love it if you DM'd me on Instagram where I'm most active at dina.cataldo. Before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to Lumwar. They left a review on iTunes and said, Love the discussions on how to dig deeper and live boldly. Dina's passion for sharing innovative ways of thinking to create more meaning in life is inspiring. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me that you'd leave a review. If you wouldn't mind taking a moment of your time to leave a review, I would be ever so grateful. When you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, it helps Soul Roadmap in the rankings so that we can reach more people. You can leave a review using your podcast app on your phone. All you have to do is search for Soul Roadmap and Soul Roadmap's icon pops up. Once you click on the icon, it'll take you to a show page where you can scroll down and iTunes provides you a link to write a review. Easy peasy, right? All right, so let's get to the episode. Procrastination affects us all. We seem to build up a story of shame surrounding procrastination, and I certainly have, But if we all do it, then it must be normal, right? So procrastination doesn't mean we're bad or that we're unable to accomplish our goals. All it means is that we've created a story around our goals and it's up to us to figure out what that story is and snap out of procrastination. I'm going to help you with that today. Now, even if you don't do the work to figure out the stories, you're going to find a benefit in some of the tools I'm going to give you, but I highly highly suggest doing the work because it's going to make your life so much easier and you're going to be able to see exactly what's going on in your brain. You're going to be able to say to yourself when you're procrastinating, stop thinking and get right back into what you need to do. I'm also going to mention some free resources and I've created a roadmap to help you work through any of the stories you may have created surrounding your goals. It's going to have the questions I suggest asking yourself and journaling about in this episode. I'm going to link to everything that we talk about, all the links that I mentioned in the show notes, which you can find at dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 11. Again, that's dinacataldo.com forward slash 11. So why would I say procrastination is actually a good thing? 
First, procrastination is usually one of the easier self-sabotaging behaviors to recognize. We notice a bit easier when we watch just one more episode of Doctor Who or Game of Thrones, or when we suddenly feel that cleaning the house is super important before we start working on that project we've been meaning to get to all week, or maybe even before we go to the gym to reach our fitness goal. We may recognize how our body starts to feel when we're procrastinating too. We may get that anxious feeling in our shoulders or a tight feeling in our chest. And when we notice it, that means we can do something about it. The second reason procrastination is a good thing is because it helps us recognize that there's an area in our life that we are not addressing. We are actively not addressing something. We are avoiding that something as long as possible. And once we see which area in our life that we're avoiding, we can figure out why we're avoiding it. We can figure out what story we've created around that thing that we're avoiding. And that is incredibly valuable for growing as a human being. And third, once we figure out why we are avoiding it, it can be easier for us to get into action and snap out of our story. So what is procrastination? It's a function of our brainstem and cerebellum, also known as our reptilian brain, which automatically regulates functions in our body like our heart rate or our breathing and how our body responds to danger. Our reptilian brain is our autopilot. You may also hear this called our lizard brain or what causes our fight or flight response to stimulus. It's just one part of our brain though. There are three interconnected parts of our brain. Another one is our limbic brain, which is in charge of our memory and our emotion. That way we can remember things like what's pleasant and unpleasant to us. The third part of our brain is our neocortex, which is the super flexible part of our brain that allows us to learn things like language and create things. And I think of the neocortex as the smart part of our brain. It's the rational, more aware part of our brain. A quick example of how these parts of our brain work together goes something like this. We're walking across the street and we see a car suddenly speeding through the intersection. Our brain starts to process the event like this. The car is the stimulus that hits our senses through our sight, our hearing. What we sense goes immediately to our reptilian brain. Our reptilian brain causes us to react, jump back, flip them off, yell at them. The information our senses received takes a bit longer to get to the neocortex, so the awareness of what actually happened takes a bit longer. With our awareness, we recognize that the car was really quite far away and wooden and dangerous after all, that the woman in the back seat appears in labor, which we might have been a little bit more understanding about, and maybe we recognize that the car wasn't going as fast as we thought it was. This is a simplified example, but you get my point. Our reptilian brain is the first to react. It's up to us to start thinking through what's going on to regulate our reactions. Our reptilian brain processes all stimuli before our neocortex does because there's a shortcut in our brain that goes straight to the survival portion of our brain. Why am I telling you all this? This process I described is great for survival, but the reptilian brain gives us some undesirable side effects that we can begin to regulate when we start mastering the smart part of our brain. Our reptilian brain is trying to protect us. Procrastination is a protection mechanism, and when we feel fear, our reptilian brain starts to kick into gear. It's important that we nip procrastination in the bud so that our reptilian brain doesn't make procrastination a habit which of course it also regulates and this makes sense because habits are comfortable and safe. Our reptilian brain wants to keep us safe. 
It wants to make us feel warm and fuzzy and prevent us from getting uncomfortable. But the problem with that is if we stay in our comfort zone, we never grow as human beings. Why do we procrastinate when it comes to pursuing our goals and growing as human beings, you ask? Well, we've never accomplished this particular goal before, and we're not sure if we can do it. There's lots of reasons why we might believe this, and I'll get to those in a minute. I call these kinds of goals, these ones where we hit resistance, our soul-growing goals, and they take us out of our comfort zone. Procrastination is the resistance to these goals. In my opinion, the only worthwhile goals are goals that get you out of your comfort zone. If you don't have a little fear around your goal, you are not thinking big enough. A few examples of goals that might create fear because they're taking us out of our comfort zone, losing 50 pounds, making a million dollars in a year for the first time, starting a business, stopping smoking, going out on a date, having a to-do list a mile long, which puts us into overwhelm. My opinion is that it's our job as human beings to grow into the person who can work towards these goals. We may never make it, but what's important is that we continue to work towards being the person who goes for it. Otherwise, why bother waking up in the morning if we're just settling for where we are in our lives? Why do we procrastinate? Another way to ask this question is why does our brain believe procrastination is necessary for our survival? The reason is, is that we're telling ourselves a story surrounding our goal. It's up to us to figure out what that story is. And once we've built awareness around that goal, and I'll give you tips on this, we can choose to reframe that story and take action to crush that story. So some common stories or beliefs that might resonate with you I'm not good enough. I'm afraid of being seen. I'm afraid of failing. What if people judge me? Which really means what if those people's beliefs about me are true? On the flip side of that, maybe you're afraid of doing exactly what you've set out to do and there's a story you have surrounding what that means. So you've probably heard the phrase, more money, more problems. Well, if you are afraid that having more money is going to cause more problems, you're probably not going to make more money. Or maybe you believe, I don't want anyone to look bad or think I'm showing off. And so then you don't show up as the person that you are meant to be. Maybe one of your stories is, I've never done it before. Why would I think I could do it differently this time? I don't know how to accomplish this goal. This is hard. There's so much I need to do. I don't have the time. Someone else is already doing what I want to do. What do I have to add? Why bother? Why would anyone listen to me? And all of these fall into that self-doubt category. What we feel is how we think, and our mind controls our emotions, but we control which stories we tell ourselves. The cool thing about being human is we get to make choices about how we feel. The downside of being human is we get to make choices about how we feel. Therefore, we must take full responsibility for what we're feeling. So if we tell ourselves these stories that we use to keep us from acting on our goals, it's our fault. Bummer, right? So what can we do about it? The first thing that we can do is see when we are procrastinating, and that's going to tell us what we are avoiding. Are we watching a lot of TV? When do we do it? What are we telling ourselves we really ought to be doing right now besides watching television? Maybe you have a fitness goal. You want to write a book. You're thinking about creating a business. I would actually list out everything you do to procrastinate 
That way you're more aware of your behaviors. I'm going to include the accountability roadmap and it's a free guide that will kind of work you through where you're spending your time and it will also give you charts. So you can build awareness around where you're spending your time and if you start noticing that you're spending your time mostly watching television rather than being in commitment to your writing, then you can figure that out and you can decide, okay, look, I see I'm procrastinating because I'm spending an ungodly amount of time on the computer watching television and I'm spending zero amount of time working on my book. So you can really start to work through where you're spending your time, see when you're procrastinating and figuring out what you're avoiding. Now, going on to step two, even if you don't do this step, you can still work through procrastination, but it's important that you do go through step two to start creating better habits, more awareness. This is really going to help you build self-awareness about why you're avoiding what you're avoiding. Journaling, all right? Writing down what we do to procrastinate. That's where this accountability roadmap could come in handy for you. What is the goal that you're hesitating to complete? Now, this might take some time to work through. You might not have the awareness that you want to have right now, but if you start to work through it, if you just start writing, things will come to you. And when you start writing, your brain's going to start thinking about the reasons why you are avoiding your goal. You're actually going to be able to see some of the stories that you've created around your goal. So this, this is why it's so valuable to complete and so valuable to journal. You're going to be able to see maybe you have some negative self-talk you're still working through. And we can reframe some of this negative self-talk. And we're going to do that in one of the steps that's upcoming. So just keep that in mind. And you're going to want to journal on how you can reframe these negative self-talks. Meditation. Oh my gosh. Meditation is so valuable because it creates that space in our brain to relax and really sense what we're feeling. And then if you combine this with journaling, if you start writing down what comes up for you while you're trying to sit quiet, then that's even more valuable. I'm going to include a link in the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 11 that has my free meditation. So you can get a flavor for it if you've never meditated before and you can increase the time as you see necessary. Or just having some quiet time, just sitting in the morning or at night and just reflecting on what you did during the day and seeing where you spent your time is going to be very valuable in helping you create awareness around why you're avoiding what you're avoiding. So if you totally skip step number two, I still have some tips for you. The third tip is to break down your task into baby steps. Breaking down your seemingly giant goal into one thing you can do right now in this moment that will help you reach your goal is so helpful because once we get one thing started, there's a snowball effect. It's easier for us to do the next most important thing we need to do and so on and so on. I like the phrase, the more engaged I am, the more committed I become. I started saying this to myself because I noticed that when I started really engaging in the process of reaching my goal, this really big, hairy, scary goal, and breaking it down into a really doable daytime plan, weekly plan, it really helped me out. So for example, if you have a weight loss goal, 
don't think about the ultimate goal of losing 50 pounds. That may freak you out at the perceived bigness of this goal. I don't know if bigness is a word, but I'm going to use it. Think about what you can do right now in this moment just to get some traction. Write out some dishes you can eat, which may start you thinking about a meal plan for the week, then a grocery list, then a plan to make it easier for you to put your meals together. Then you can take a trip to the grocery store. So another goal, starting a business or having a big income goal this year. Break that goal into bits and pieces. Don't look at the whole goal because our brain freezes up if we've never done this before, right? Our reptilian brain starts to react. But if we break it down into 90-day goals, then we break that down even further into two-week goals. And then what can we do to reach those two-week goals this week and then break it down even further into what we can do today That will help us a lot. I've been using the 90X Goal Planner lately, and I've been loving it. I'm going to link to it in the show notes because it's really awesome. It keeps me engaged, and therefore, the more committed I can become to my goals. And you can just take your goal one day at a time. The key is taking some action. When we become engaged, we will work through the procrastination faster each time it shows up for us. The more you practice getting into action, the quicker you can snap out of that inaction or procrastination the next time you see it coming. Tip number four, reframe your beliefs. Or you can also call it lying to yourself. So our beliefs are instilled in us when we're young. And we don't have the ability when we're young to think through how rational those beliefs are. But now that we're adults, we can start working through it. In order to use this reframing technique, you need to know what your story is. Remember, we all procrastinate, so that means we all have a story surrounding our goals. It's up to us to snap out of it. And once we do the work, it becomes so much easier. It becomes so much faster to get out of our heads in the future and just tell ourselves, stop thinking. But at first, we need to do this to start creating awareness. I'm going to break down this next section into the story and the reframe. The story. I'm not good enough. What if people judge me? Which, of course, really means what if their beliefs about me are true and I am awful? (laughs) The reframe. So you're saying that caring about what others think of you is so important to you that you're willing to live small and settle. So the secret here is that people are going to judge you anyway. So you may as well do what you want to do and be happy. You think that people aren't judging The Rock, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson? You think people aren't judging Oprah? Nope, they are judged all the time, but that does not keep them from living big. The story. I'm afraid of doing exactly what I've sent out to do, of being seen. And there's a story surrounding what that means. The more money, more problems, or I don't want anyone to look bad or think I'm showing off. The reframe, not doing what you want to do is selfish. Who are you to hold back and not do what you're meant to do? The most important thing we can do is live the best version of our lives. Living our dreams inspires others to do the same, and that can only improve the world. The story. I've never done it before. Why would I think I could do it differently this time? I'm afraid of failing. The reframe. So you're saying that no one has ever stumbled and couldn't figure things out eventually. 
Where would we have been if Edison decided to give up on the light bulb? It took him a thousand times to create the light bulb. A thousand tries where he totally failed, right? Well, when someone asked him how he got through all those failures, he said, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was an invention that took a thousand steps to create. Imagine the power we could have if we brought that to every single thing we framed as a failure. It's not a failure. It's our next step to getting where we want to be. The story. I don't know how to accomplish this goal. This is hard. There's so much I need to do. I don't have time. The reframe. What would someone who knew how to make this goal happen do? Who's already accomplished this goal? Who can I ask questions? And you can ask yourself, what if it were easy? What would I do if I did believe this was easy, that I had enough time? What would be the steps I would take? The story. Someone else is already doing this business, has this idea, etc. What do I have to add? Why bother? The reframe. Their business, their idea doesn't have my personality. I have an awesome personality. The fact that someone else is doing this shows me that there's a market for what I want to do. There's so many things that I can contribute to this area. And those are things that you can write down in your journal as reframes to the stories that you've been creating surrounding your goals. Now, step five is joining an accountability group. If you're afraid of being seen or putting yourself out there, And so you decided that you're not going to use video in your business, even though you know it's really valuable, join a challenge online. There are Facebook Live challenges online. Google it. You can find everything online. And the people in that challenge will be your accountability partners. If you're afraid of putting yourself out there as a writer, join a writer's group online and join a challenge. Jeffrey Goins has a writing challenge to get you into the habit of writing 500 words today. I'll link to it in my show notes. The point is everything can be figured out. Go online, find a challenge, find a meetup that works for you to get help being held accountable. And this can be your first baby step to break out of procrastination too. And don't use a friend as your accountability partner because you're going to be more likely to follow through on your goals if you've told like-minded people that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. A friend's going to let you off the hook. I'll include the accountability roadmap I've created in the show notes too so that you can work through the time that you're spending on your goals versus the time you're using towards your procrastination. And then you can use that as a tool to build awareness. Oh, Oh my gosh. Okay, let's do a quick recap on this episode because we've gone through a lot. Now that you know that procrastination is normal, that we all do it, and in fact, procrastination is a good thing because now we have the information we need to figure out where there's resistance in our lives, right? So that resistance shows us where and what we're scared of, and it helps us figure out what the story is around the goal that we have. So let's get to those five steps that we went through. The first step to get through procrastination is to see that we're procrastinating. And then once we see that, we can figure out what we are avoiding. What is the big, scary thing that we are avoiding? And you know what? It could be as simple or as complicated as a conversation that you want to have with another person. We can procrastinate 
having those important conversations because we're scared of something. What are we scared of? Second, then we can work on bringing more awareness to why that goal is so darn scary for us. We can use tools like journaling, meditation, and quiet time to let our brain sort this out. And even if you don't do this, you can go on to step three, which is breaking your task down into baby steps. I like to tell myself the more engaged I am, the more committed I become. Just pick that one thing that you can do in this moment to move you forward towards your goal. Step four, reframe your beliefs or lie to yourself. It's okay to do that in this situation. Our brain doesn't know the difference between when we're lying to ourselves and not. (laughs) Step five, Join an accountability group that is going to keep you honest. I hope this episode has helped you understand why we might procrastinate. Being able to see that we're procrastinating really is a gift because it allows us to work through our fears once we have the tools to do so. To get your hands on any of the free resources I mentioned in this episode, as well as the 90X Goal Planner, I've linked to them in the show notes. Just go to dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 11. You can also join me in the Facebook group for this podcast where I go live each Saturday to answer any questions I get about the podcast. You can get the link for the group at dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 11 too. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Soul Roadmap. If you have a moment, I'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe, rate, and left an honest review on iTunes. I read every single review, so let me know what you want to hear more or less of, and I'll talk to you next week.